is up everyone? My name is Stu and I am Bonkers of Bourbon. Thank you for joining me on today's episode. Before we get into it, I had to pour myself a shot because I had one of those days. If you ever had a day at work where things are going well and then something just small just bugs you to no end and your mood changes. So I am in need of a shot. I just have basically a leftover vodka that was almost done so I'm going to kill that real quick. I know this is Bonkers of Bourbon but shooting wise... I don't honestly don't have many bourbons I would shoot, to tell you the truth. So I say be true to yourself, screw what other people think, and drink more, especially on a day like today. Cheers. Oh my. That was a big shot. All right, let's get into today's episode as I would like to bring you yet another bourbon review from my collection. Today, I would love to review for you Jim Beam, apple, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, infused with apple liqueur, crisp and refreshing. So uh, after that big gulp of a shooter uh, of vodka, I wanted to just kill one of the vodka bottles I had on my shelf, try to get rid of bottles when I can. This particular vodka, just for your information, was called Smooth Vodka. Distilled from grain, 40% alcohol by volume, is actually a local distiller here in Washington. Distilled and bottled by Black Heron Spirits, West Richland, Washington. Check it out for a smooth shooting vodka. I shot it at room temperature, not chilled, and was actually not bad, given the size of it as well. Let's see how that shooter affects this cast. Let's see if you can kind of catch it in my speech, if it starts affecting me. So back to bourbon. Today I like to review Jim Beam Apple, another flavored variety from the Jim Beam line. Of course, you know with flavor uh, flavored bourbons, <laughs> got vodka on the brain. Flavored bourbons, you know, they're all over the place. You have your very, very popular cinnamon, of course, apple. Apple is quite popular, I'd say second probably in line. You have your berries, such as blackberry, strawberry, raspberry. You have maple, you have honey, you have vanilla. You have uh, other gimmicky flavored bourbons like the red cherry, like red stag. Um, so these bourbons are usually coming in mini bottles. A lot of times they want you to buy the mini bottles to just get a quick taste of these and hopefully hook you so that you would go in and buy larger bottles. You know, these flavored bourbons really attract people who are maybe not so keen or into normal bourbon, but they see a flavor they recognize. Uh, it's definitely more sweeter than a normal bourbon would be and can draw people into making cocktails with this bourbon that they may not necessarily make. Uh, or not gravitate towards bourbon in the first place. So this is one of the bottles I get from work. A lot of times people will give me bottles they want me to review. Oftentimes they are not nice bottles, but hey, we're getting through it. So this particular bottle is only 35% alcohol by volume, only 70 proof, much lower obviously than your 80 proof, which is the minimum standard for it to be called bourbon. So again, Jim Beam is mixing their white label bourbon with apple flavoring. And I have to say, the red stag, the, the uh, uh, red cherry bourbon, I actually enjoyed that. That wasn't bad. But as far as other flavored bourbons, I'm really not a fan except, and I will admit, fan except of the apple here. And the only reason for that is I do remember partaking in some apple whiskey, not necessarily a bourbon, it was crown apple, uh, putting that into apple cider or hard ciders even. And that was uh, a fun time. So let's get into this bourbon. I'd like to review it. Looking at the color of Jim Beam Apple, really light, 
really light, not dark at all, almost like, well, it's almost like, uh, well, it's like your morning pee when you wake up. Not, it's a little dark, but not too dark, so that's the only thing I can take from it just because it's super, super light. Well, light, light for being a bourbon. Like, high, heavy vitamin P. There you go. Sorry, that's the, the vodka talking. Sorry, guys. Um, so let's get into the nose of Jim Beam Apple. Well, you can imagine what the, the strong, you know, scent's going to be on this one. It's obviously Apple, giving it kind of, uh, definitely a Granny Smith, I would say. It's almost like that um, Jolly Rancher apple smell is what you get. Just super sugary, super sweet, uh, artificial apple is what it really kind of uh, kind of reminds me of the Jolly Rancher apple or those uh, caramel apple suckers you could get at Halloween, which those are delicious, by the way. Caramel apple apple suckers. Let's taste this bourbon. Let's cheers again, shall we? I say be true to yourself. Screw what other people think and drink more. <sighs> Apple. You know, it's... You get kind of like this sweet, cloying, sourish apple flavor throughout the entire palate. It's a flavored bourbon, obviously. I actually get hints of honey and vanilla as well. So it's basically kind of like that apple honey vanilla flavor, which is a, a mainstay of these flavored bourbons and kind of keen flavors in the bourbon itself. As far as trying to taste the actual white label Jim Beam in this, it's pretty hidden. I mean, you obviously get apple almost like, a, to me, this almost tastes more like a um, like an apple pie moonshine than um, an actual bourbon. Well, let's take a taste of this because why not? You know, for being only 70 proof, and obviously it's because it's mixed with a liqueur, uh, very thick, thick, viscous, syrupy uh, type of bourbon. Uh, you know, like I said, I think it'd be delicious if you pour into your an apple cider or hard apple cider and uh, enjoy apple on apple action, quite honestly. As far as the flavored ones go, this one isn't too overpowering. I've definitely had flavored bourbons that are super over... For me, for example, uh, the maple... Uh, bourbons, which ironically enough, I have a maple on the shelf right now, uh, just seem to be kind of overpowering in flavor. While I did enjoy the red cherry, and then this one too is a little bit, you know, a little bit more, I wouldn't say subtle, but just a more pleasant of a flavor, in my opinion, the apple over the maple. So let's check it out. Let's see what this is like proofed down even more. So I would like to add, of course, some old limestone mixing water, the official companion of Kentucky bourbon, limestone filtered water. Pick up a bottle of yours on Amazon.com. It runs for about $4, and they come in one liter bottles. That is the best price I have found. Good for adding water to your neat bourbons, as well as mixing in cocktails, or of course, making ice or simple syrup. So let's just add a little bit of this water. Just a hint, and it's cascading into the bourbon, mixing the oils. If you remember uh, the last episode, we talked about to add or not to add water to your bourbon and what really happens to the flavors or to the reactions when you add water to your bourbon. So check out that episode if you haven't already to add or not to add water to your bourbon. Let's get into the nose this time with water. <sighs> you know, still smells like apple. Yep, smells like apple. Let's get into the taste, this time with water. Jim Beam Apple. 
you know, if anything, the water uh, just kind of cuts the sweetness out just a little bit in the beginning, uh, but carries the sweetness more towards the back end of the palate, which was quite actually a little more pleasant, to tell you the truth. Uh, a little bit more of a pleasant palate experience with the water added to this incredible uh, Jim Beam apple. Let's take another taste. I'm going to take another one. Only because I wanted to kill the glass, that's why. You know what? I have to say, uh, to my liking, I like water in this one. I think the water just kind of mellows the sweetness out a little bit or pushes most of the sweetness to the back end to make a little more of a uh, pleasant, refreshing back end uh, of the palate experience. Nicer finish, to tell you the truth. So, hey, adding water to this bourbon is probably not a bad idea. If you were to actually drink this neat, which I don't think many of you would, obviously, uh, this would be one you could shoot, to tell you the truth. And uh, I think, to tell you the truth, adding a little water uh, would be great, which is why it does say on this bottle, best served chilled. So this would be a great bourbon to have on the rocks, water added, or obviously in a cocktail of some sort, adding to your hard cider. Now, as you know, flavored bourbons have a place in our society, in our bourbon world. They gravitate new people to the flavors. Um, for me, they're a little gimmicky. Uh, I thank my coworkers that you know, give me these bottles to review. Uh, I have a big stack of them on my shelf that I'll go through every now and then. I don't want to just do an entire flavored bourbon uh, cast for the next few weeks. Don't want to do that. So I'm kind of filtering them in every now and then. But as far as flavored bourbons, this isn't terrible. I'm not going to give this an F because it's just disgusting and I just don't agree with the flavor. Um, as far as this compared to the Red Cherry, I think I would prefer the Red Cherry. That's just me, the Red Stag Jim Beam. This one, Apple, would definitely be a close second. I would definitely choose it over their Devil's Cut, which is kind of a gimmicky uh, bourbon, you know, extracting the bourbon from the wood. That's the Devil's Cut. Value-wise, honestly, I'm going to give this a B-plus for value, only because uh, it is a little, it is cheap. It's not expensive. And um, this is a bourbon that honestly would be quite good if you're having a cocktail night and you're just doing kooky cocktails. This would be a neat one to have. So value, I'm giving this a solid B. Flavor-wise, it's tough when comparing this flavor-wise to other bourbons or non-flavored slash, in quotations, real bourbons. Flavor, I'm going to give it a C. Uh, I'm just going to put it in line in the very, very middle with like all of the generic bourbons I've tried, including the traditional Jim Beam white label. I think this is a strong just flavor in general when it comes to these flavored bourbons. Uh, just my personal palate, I am not a fan of cinnamons. So, of course, the cinnamons or the fires that everyone loves for the most part, not my cup of tea. And, in fact, I don't actually have a cinnamon on my shelf for that reason. And, by the way, speaking of cinnamon on a little bit of a tangent, Fireball. Fireball is very, very popular. Fireball is not whiskey. In fact, I don't even think Fireball is even constituted as a, as a, as a whiskey, period. It's more of a liqueur. Just don't see the hype personally. So, sorry for going off on that tangent. So, Jim Beam Apple, I would say value, give it a B. Flavor, give it a C. Pick up a bottle. Grand, great for cocktails. I had a great night adding it to hard ciders, just apple on apple action. Call in to Anchor, let me know what you think, or call in and just say, what is your favorite flavored bourbon, if at all? I hope 
you enjoyed today's cast. Sorry it was a little bit more interesting or a little bit more talkative given a big gulp of a shot beforehand. Uh, remember, without bourbon, what is the point? Sometimes we have these days. Thank goodness that bourbon is here for you when you need it. And I will see you on the next cast.